Hello, everyone, and welcome to our September edition of Astro Numerology. I'm Talia Dute of the Astro Twins, and I'm here with the lovely Felicia Bender, the practical numerologist and AstroStyle.com's official, official numerologist. Felicia, how are you? I am great, and September is upon us, so September's I can't upon wait us. to and dig in with you. Yeah, you're telling me September is a month where everything kind of comes together. It's it's the nine month, the nine um, personal month, is that right? Because September is nine, uh, the ninth month of the year, is that right? Exactly. So September is the ninth month. So we can look at it as having that nine energy, which uh, for those of you who are numerology geeks, you already know uh, that it's the number of letting go of completions of closing out of things, right? And for those of you who are new to numerology, then you get to understand that that's what the nine is all about. And then if we take it, you know, kind of one step up, we've it, it we, we look at it as a universal month, which means we have that foundational energy that every year it's like it's that's what the, the nine is bringing into play. But what is it specifically bringing in for 2020? So 2020 is a four universal year, and you get that by uh, adding together very simply 2020. So two plus zero plus two plus zero equals four. So it is a four universal year. So when we add four with, uh, with nine, so we go nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 13 is a karmic number in, um, mm. in, <laughs> and I know it sounds, sounds scary, sounds eerie, sounds ominous, and yet it really isn't. It basically is, it has a, a few more, um, I don't know if you want to say complicating factors, but, but, but layers to it because the four is basically what we'll be experiencing uh, globally, universally in September is all about foundations. It's all about setting, setting down roots. It's all about stability and structure and um, those very practical, pragmatic things. It's also the number of limitation. It shows mm. up as having limiting circumstances and everyone's like, oh, great. You know, you're rolling your eyes. It's like in, in our pandemic. Like, haven't we had year. enough limits already? God, <laughs> exactly. And so, and so, and yet the 13 brings in a little bit of a vibe of having to kind of get out of our own way in terms of, you know, even if we don't quite feel like getting up and going and doing it, we should do it. It's, it's, it's about really making the effort, right? Uh, so essentially just to, you know, kind of frame it for everyone, you're saying that September is actually, so it is the ninth month of the year. So there's a nine energy, but then when yes. we go into the universal month it is yes. actually, we add nine plus four, which is the 2020, and that adds up to 13, and then we whittle that down to a four. So because yes. it's a it's a 13, that's one of these very special karmic numbers, which yeah. I want to ask you more about. So it's a 13-4 month, and those are the energies. So we're dealing with the nine, the four, and then how does that work, you know, like and how, as the yeah. 13? <laughs> And the 13 really brings in just some, some richness here in terms of lessons that are around. Um, the karmic debt number in numerology gives you an indicator of karma that's being balanced uh, mm. at the moment. 
And so it, it will bring in an energy of needing to set these goals, needing to do the work to get there, needing to meet limitations and kind of whistle while you work because the 13 indicates that there's been kind of an infraction here in um, kind of maybe being a little bit lazy, a little irresponsible. And also the three brings on um, to, to just, you know, again, be very uh, simple, a, a simplification. A simplification here. The three brings also lessons in communication and mm. in, in right communication and in uh, right expression because the karmic debt number indicates that there's been negative expression uh, happening. And boy, can we look at that from a bird's eye view? Uh, oh, in our right. <laughs> well, we have, you know, astrologically, the North Node in Gemini has really, which has been going on since May, has really loosened up tongues, shall we say. People have been, I mean, there's been a real, um, an, an important, like, growth cycle, I think, in, in people learning how to talk about things that they haven't been able to talk about before, but maybe not knowing you know, what to do, who to ask, where to turn, um, or even just like asking the wrong people to explain things. Um, yeah. Or expressing them or expressing ourselves in the negative, right? Right. Because that karmic debt in numerology really, really indicates that there's been negative expression by gossiping, by not finding out the facts, by by being, you know, just negative, critical, pessimistic sort of expressions. And so, we certainly have good reason to feel that, you know, need to, you know, I mean, there's a lot that people of frustration going around. So how will yes. this, how can we clean that up in this 13, four month or not? I, does a nine yeah, help at all? Yeah. Well, the nine does give, give us uh, many opportunities to clear things out. Um, it's kind of the, the Marie Kondo month <laughs> of, uh, of, of with Virgo our expression season too. and Virgo season, because it is about the structure. It's very much in alignment with Virgo season in terms of, you know, getting your ducks in a row and really making some determinations about where you want to go with things. And yet we're also going to go a little bit rogue today, you and I, because we were talking about how um, it, numerologically speaking, we go through personal year cycles um, yearly, we believe in numerology. And um, the reason I bring this up is because I find that September is a very much a crescendo, a peak month for the themes that you've been working with all year long uh, with your personal year cycle. And so let's just very simply, those of you listening who want to, who don't know what your, what your personal year is, you, it's a very simple uh, calculation. You take your month of birth, your day of birth, and then the current year. So let's use as an example, August 14th, and then we'll use 2020, okay? So August is an eight, so write down eight or keep it in your head if you're one of those who can keep it in your head. Mm -hmm. 14th is one plus four equals five, so five. We already said that 2020 is a four. So two plus zero plus two plus zero equals four. Now we're going to add all those, th those three numbers together. Um, pretty simple. So eight plus five is 13. 13 plus four is 17. 
So we're always reducing to a one-digit number in numerology. So one plus seven equals eight. So if this were your birthday, you would be experiencing a number eight personal year. So what does that mean in the context of what we're talking about, right? So if, you know, not if, when you're moving into this month of September, I find that it is all of the issues, all of the trigger points, all of the magic, all of the challenges, everything is really coming to a head. Mm. And um, so, so if you've done your personal year, let's just go through them very briefly, very, very briefly. And but, just, um, just to reiterate for everyone, you take your birthday, obviously. We used yes. 814 as an example, but I'm December 2nd, so I'll do... One plus two and then plus two and then plus four. I'm in a nine year. So this is a this is a number that you work with throughout the entire year. And Felicia, what you're saying is that, you know, this energy, you know, this year has been about spiritual illuminations, letting go of things. I mean, it was I suppose a handy energy to have when you have to be home alone, that that sort of monk like yeah. energy of the nine. But, um, you know, it's like you're saying that in September, I'll be feeling the nine energy and at whatever your month and day plus four adds up to, you're going to be feeling that. And so we're going to go. Yeah, I, exactly. I'm so glad you're going to go through each one. So you guys might need to hit pause and and do the math to figure out your personal year. But um, and and if you if you bought our 2020 horoscope guide earlier in the year, you probably got the numerology guide to go along. So you already know what that is. Um, exactly. But yeah, Felicia, why don't you take us through? So if people are having a one personal year, what's going on? What's going on in the one personal year? Because if your personal year is one, September is going to bring a culmination of of all of the themes of the one, which is new beginnings. This is a brand new chapter. Last year was what Holly is <laughs> doing this year. It was its conclusions, its endings, letting go. So now you're in a whole new chapter in a one personal year. New starts, new beginnings. You're like planting the seeds for what you want to see grow and develop and mature uh, for the next nine years, basically. Wow. So it's really, uh, it's really a time where we often feel like we're going it alone a little bit. It's a time where you're really tapping into your sense of independence, uh, your creative voice, your, you, you know, all of those things. So oftentimes this comes with maybe a new job, maybe a new relationship, maybe, um, maybe just, you know, a little bit of a back and forth. It depends on if you let go of everything from last year that needed to be said goodbye to and moving into this year. And yet, you know, the peak, the peak of this is in September. So it'll be really interesting to see what it is that's really coming to fruition that's coming your way uh, in this new beginnings. Uh, it's a new chapter, new chapter for you guys in, wow. the, in the one personal year. So if you're in your two, um, you get a, hopefully a little bit of a rest. It's really earmarked as, you know, kind of a resting point after a three-year kind of transition cycle that you've been in. And the two is really about your emotional life. It's about really slowing down, accepting some delays, frustrations, hello, pandemic, right? <laughs> you know, uh, that sort of thing. But it's, it's the nice thing is, is that it's it, in a pandemic world, it's like, okay, 
this was this was kind of earmarked for you anyway to have some some delays, some frustrations, and it's all about right timing, making things happen in right timing, or not making them happen, allowing them to happen. To gestate all of the things that you planted last year are kind of coming, and so now it's time to really focus on others and your emotional life and your relationship life. It's often a time where relationships really take the front seat. So go um, to couples well. therapy uh, or take a solo moon, as I've heard people talking about. There's an article on Mind Body Green about why couples need a solo moon, you know, but maybe, maybe not. Maybe they actually, maybe two personal year people need to go on a second honeymoon or, or actually consciously do things that feed the relationships that matter to them. Absolutely. And it can be romance and it could be, it could be friendships. It can be business partnerships. It can be all of those relationship uh, um, areas in your life that you're cultivating. And, you know, it's a good time for networking and really getting your tribe in line, all of those things as well. Mm -hmm. So if you're in a three, a three personal year is all about self-improvement. It is creative self-expression. It is it's really a time where if there's any time for, um, you know, you always wanted to take the hip hop dance class, go do it. You know, you want to play the flute, you want to learn the bagpipes, you want to, I don't know, <laughs> whatever it is, go do it, go have fun. But it's, it's really a time where you get to dig deep into your emotional life as well. Your emotional triggers kind of come up on a platter in a really good way because you're learning how to speak your truth. You're learning how to communicate uh, impeccably uh, on every level. Those are who are in the creative fields. This is a prime time for getting your podcast on, writing your book, getting you know those things. And again, in, in a pandemic, there are certain elements of that that were supported this time when you you know had all the time in the world to sit and and do your writing and everything. If you were an actor or other things, that's been a little bit more challenging, um, and yet. Those those are the things that are coming into play for the three uh, personal year. It's so really finally, to be those a creative fun blocks and social may, time. yeah, yeah. Kind of dissolve, and you'll be able to actually get it out onto whatever medium you have like planned. Exactly. But socially, exactly. this is a good rebirth for the three personal year. Yeah. Poor. Yeah. What a time three to have a, that's oh, a bummer, sorry. right? Sorry. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and yet what it does do is offer you create opportunities for creative problem solving. I mean, a lot of people have been, did you see the princess bride uh, redo that they did? Everyone did from quarantine. All no. Those famous oh my people. God. Oh my gosh. You have to look at it. It's like, that reminds me of the ultimate expression of a pandemic three personal year, you know, that, <laughs> that they, they came up with a different way to express it and they did, they did it all. It's really pretty amazing. So oh, cool. uh, a lot of stars that did, um, the, it was like a, condensed version of Princess Bride uh, during during that. And it's a time where you really get to investigate. Um, it can be kind of an emotional roller coaster in a in a three personal year because you are kind of engaging your emotions in a different way than maybe you, you have before. And then if we go into the four personal year, so after all that creativity, you get to rein it in and get practical, get serious, and again, set some foundations. It's very, the universal year, as we spoke of, is the four. So if you're in a four personal year, wow, you know, 
you're feeling it at this point. It's uh, it takes a, a lot of tenacity to kind of get through it um, with with a smile on your face because it is about goals, uh, hard work, the limitations that you're experiencing. It's about really figuring out your root system. It sometimes can be a time where you're really coming more face to face with some old family drama, trauma, sorts of things that go with that. So it's really meant to, uh, it, it's really a positive force, even though it might not feel like it at that point. But whatever you're getting into place this year, you'll look, you'll look back. It's kind of like that Saturn energy. It's, you'll look back and go, wow, discipline, job well done. Now I can move. Now I can move and have a little more freedom in the coming year because I got everything prepped and ready. Uh, right. That, you've, I've heard you refer to the four personal years as like the, pouring the cement in the foundation of the house. So exactly. there's going to be some some kind of cosmic contractor work to do in September. It sounds like if you're having a four person personal year inside, you know, and doubly so. So like make sure your foundation is firm or if it is, maybe you get to start working on the plans for the next floor this month, huh? Exactly, exactly. That's a perfect way of looking at it because next year um, for you and your four, and we'll go into those in their five this year, is a five year. So after you've gotten all that hard work done, now you can play a little bit, hopefully. The, yeah, let's that's hope. The idea. The, let's hope. Let's talk about those people with the five personal ah. year because they, they had a, this promise of a playful, glamorous year. And then, you know... And then maybe hopefully so figured out how to do that behind closed doors and with a mask on, a bejeweled mask, of course. So Exactly. <laughs> Something of that nature. And yet, you know, what I find is that this year has really brought up all of the major issue points and thematics of these personal years um, in great relief. And what I mean by that, very intensified around these these themes because it, it's the, the five personal year really is all about sensuous, sensuousness. You know, it's a super sexy year, uh, usually. It's a time where you're exploring your levels of freedom. What kinds of freedoms do you have? Do you want more financial freedom? Do you want freedom in your relationships? Do you want is something with your health not allowing you the freedom you want? It really is offering you um, all, of, all of these questions and asking you to, to do something about it so that you can create something, uh, more levels of freedom around all of that. But I have found that this year it's really demanding that people really, really step back and review how, how are you, how can you have freedom even in the most confining and the restrictive you know, conditions and situations. That's like the ultimate test. And it's, it's funny because one of my guilty pleasures is watching sometimes some of those audition shows. Do you ever watch some of those? <laughs> Every now Tally? and again, yes. Every now and again. Uh, don't watch the whole, you know, but I watched some of the, uh, some of the auditions and there was one that was very moving this year. Um, and unfortunately, I can't remember the man's name. I think his first name was George. Um, but he had been, he was singing on, I think it was uh, America's Got Talent, and he went and he, his, his backstory was that he was wrongly accused of a crime and he was in prison for over 30 years. Oh, wow. Until DNA evidence came to, to help him out. Um, and he, someone was interviewing him and said, you know, what, what kept you going? 
you know, when you were incarcerated and wrongly incarcerated, and he said, you know, they can, they can put you in prison, but they, but they can't take away your freedom because freedom is freedom of mind. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I hate to put it in those dramatic terms, but sometimes I think if you're in a five personal year this year, you're really getting that, that big higher level lesson around, uh, around freedom. And, and let's talk uh, about the four universal year just for a minute that that mm-hmm. we're all in 2020 is the four year like I mean, it just is very fit. Like if there were it, it seems to be like an eerie alignment with quarantining. There's like I think about four being, you know, the four walls around you, the four yes. pillars four inside a box. Right. Mm-hmm. And so but feeling boxed in and, and then having to deal with what's in the box then, you know, is really, you know, in alignment with what for energy. So so 2021 being a five year in some ways will offer, you know, and even astrologically 2020 was just, you know, <laughs> Jupiter and Pluto conjunct Saturn and Pluto, you know, Saturn and Jupiter at the end of the year, liberating us from the box. But throughout the whole year, it's the the big theme has also been just like looking, going down to the basement, the foundation level, checking the plumbing, the pipes, the, you know, it's like numerologically and astrologically 2020 was the ultimate audit of our lives. Um, and a four, you know, so it just all came together. 2021, it still has some intense transits, but there's four eclipses instead of six. There's a lot more free, like there's no, there's less planets kind of coming mm-hmm. together in these aspects, these angles where they're, you know, fighting each other. There's still a few big ones, but, mm-hmm. you know, I'm working on the 2021 book now and 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 seeing like it's just like, wow, this is a lot easier to write 2020 with like, it was like, oh my God, did I cover that? And so the five yeah. energy coming in, do you think next year will be, a li- and then we'll get back to the six through it's nine. It's going to be, yeah. it's going to be kind of frenetic. Frenetic. Um, because, you know, frenetic is the word I would use for the five because it's kind of, it's kind of the ADHD number. It is, I mean, the five energy has no filter. Mm. Five for FOMO, huh? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. So there's that that element, and yet it's also the element that goes with it is it needs the 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 constructive use of freedom. It has to have a a semblance of self-discipline, but it's very difficult because there's so much coming at you all at one time. Um, That's part of the energy of the five. And then part of it is is feeling restricted because we're always dealing with that oppositional pull. So there is going to be a level of this feeling, this feeling of confinement and restriction that we're all trying to shake ourselves out of. Right. And we have Jupiter and Saturn going through Aquarius, the revolutionary, the rebel next year. So that combined with the five and there's some Saturn Uranus squares and Jupiter Uranus squares. So, I mean, so it could also be that a five energy unleashes, you know, that whatever, you know, what got started, you know, the spring when Saturn was in Aquarius is going to come back like without the four containing it, we could actually Mm -hmm. 
the five actually upsets the system where the four kind of contains it and upholds yes. it, right? Yes. And, and the, the issue also is that the five is all about progressive movement forward, mm-hmm. right? It's always about forward movement where the four is more like, let's just define everything and keep it, keep it here. Let's keep it as it is. We don't really want to investigate it. We just want to keep it in a mausoleum here. And, and the five will have none of that. The five is like, no, this is all progressive thought. And we may look back as much new. as we all want change. We may long for some of the weird quiet and stability of 2020. I don't know if you could call it mm-hmm. that because people are not exactly stable at all, but there's something about like the slow. I've heard pace. a lot of people who have said that they have really a lot of gratitude about slowing down, about evaluating who they are, where they are, what the, what they're, you know, just, it's been a very um, interesting slowdown that offers the a, a real opportunity for self-evaluation and it's why it's important and so i catch levels. myself saying this is good this is bad this is positive this is negative and you know it's like no yeah. it is what it is and every not to use that term but it is yeah. <laughs> sorry that's it, strike that it, one but um <laughs> that one is no longer useful as a term but mm-hmm. no i mean it really is about accepting yeah. that the divine timing, what's happening is happening for a reason, perhaps in order to handle the revolutionary vibes that are coming in in 2021, we really need this anchoring energy and this audit of 2020. So yeah. Okay. Stay tuned. We'll We'll be talking about that and a lot more. Whether we want it or not, we've got it. Right. Right. So how about the people who are having a six, uh, universal year this year? Uh, There's six personal year year, this year. No, that's okay. But, um, the, so those of you in your six personal year, this is a a relationship, uh, evaluation time. It's, uh, it can be pretty magnetic, actually, for business and for other things of that nature. It's uh, a, a time of heightened responsibility. It's really about home and family and love and service. Often this is where you have are kind of thrown into some more responsibility in terms of friends, family, other things of that nature. Um, and I find that it's at a great time for, well, for either deciding that a relationship isn't working and saying saying no this isn't going to sustain itself or up leveling a relationship you already have and really recommitting to that uh or if you're you know single and ready to mingle it can be really a time where you're finding you know for finding uh, your person um in many ways so that's masks really on tinder masks up. <laughs> yeah that's right something like that something yep. like that and then the seven is a time of introspection. It's really a soul-seeking, soul-revealing time. It's often, I mean, if there's any year that is really earmarked for a pandemic, it's the seven, I have to say. Really? Interesting. Yeah. Why um, why is that? 
because it really, I find people in their seventh personal year feel very much lower energy. They feel like they'd much rather go take a nap or sit on the couch and read or something rather than go out and party overall. Is it hard to get out into the world during a seven year? Do you feel a little bit aloof, like a monk sort of? A little bit sometimes. Mm. And it's, or you can do the opposite where you're like, no, 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 I'm not going to look at myself. And then you're at the bars every night until 5 a.m. You know, you're mm-hmm. waking up somewhere that you don't recognize. I mean, those sorts of things that that hopefully aren't happening as much in the <laughs> pandemic, but who knows? Um, but it's really a time of of knowledge gathering, of of planning, of organizing, seeking knowledge around things, processing, percolating, asking the bigger questions about yourself, about the world, about life, everything else. And it can often be a time where your trust is tested, where things happen to you that really um, shake you up um, in terms of, you know, evaluating who you are, where you are, what you want to, what you, where you want to be and what you want to be doing overall. So people with the seven personal year, keep your supportive people around you so you don't get lost in your head or, you know, it sounds like it's probably going to be a bit unmooring for them or that there's going to be some big, big questions. But it's beautiful. It's a beautiful time, though. It really. I don't want to, you know, make yeah. make it all lati dati. But it really. It's it. There's a beauty in really coming, coming to terms with yourself in a in a deep in a deeper, more authentic way. Um, it's it's a it's a beautiful opportunity. Uh, the seven personal year is just really a spiritually expansive time if you choose to use it. Twenty eighteen was definitely like that for me. So I, yeah. I would say I lost a dachshund, gained a dachshund, uh, learned how to weave and macrame while listening to Dolores Cannon audiobooks about life after death and and like multiple dimensional traveling. So it was a it was a really powerful You were the powerful child. Year. I was like, yeah. So like Yeah. Yeah, it was I, I came to a new relationship with like, you know, our mortality that year. So uh, and I think it was even That's, September was wow. a really potent month. That was when mm-hmm. Lux the Dachshund came home. So, you know. Oh, <laughs> uh, boy. So, okay. All right. I'm not so scared for our seven personal year no, people now. Never it's, be scared. Never be scared. Maybe kind of emotional. Yeah. So, how about the eight? Yeah. The people having the, the eight. Eight. Uh, money, money, uh, you know, financial loss, growth, all in between, up and down and all around. It's it really overall is a year of empowerment. So any place you're feeling weak links and weak points in your sense of personal power is where you'll be tested. And it is a testing year. It is like throwing it and throwing the balls at you <laughs> constantly. And uh, and you, you just have to keep picking them up and, and moving with them. So it is the beginning of a through what I call a three-year push time, a three-year transition cycle is starting for you, all of you in your eight personal year, and you're feeling the burn by now. And it's it takes endurance. It really takes endurance, and it takes really uh, empowering yourself, stepping up, and being very businesslike in in your dealings with you know with good management, with good organization, and it will in in your in our personal lives. It's like when, where are we disempowered? You know, are you in a relationship that's maybe 
not satisfying or even abusive. This is a year where you're going to be offered the opportunity to step out of it, you know, and those sorts of things like that. So it can be have an intensity around it. But again, the opportunity there is so beautiful and vast to, to change your life and to, and to really become the empowered you, because you'll need that as you move into your nine, which is what you're in. And mm-hmm. we're back to the be back to the ending or the right. beginning mm-hmm. of our conversation, which and just is to, just to like uh, a point you made like a three. So when you have your eight personal year, the eight, then the nine, then the one. I've, I, I think this is, a, you've taught me this and it's really, I want people to hear this is, this is a three year cycle yeah. that is like, there is going to be a lot of movement because you're ending and beginning. So those who are in that eight year may be feeling like things are slipping away or they have to, they're really outgrowing things. And yet since we have three years to process it, I think it's also important to know, like, you don't have to you can rush, breathe. right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, exactly. Exactly. And it's all, and again, none of this stuff happens overnight. These are substantial life changes that often we look back as like these punctuation marks in our lives, right? Oh, that's when I graduated school. That's when I had a baby. That's when I got a divorce. That's when my, you know, I had an illness and got, you know, and, and had to take some time off, you know, those sorts of things that uh, I got fired from my job and, and, you know, had to get, and then I got a new one. I moved all of these very, you know, bigger transition points are often marked by the, that eight, nine, and one, uh, and, in numerology. Okay, cool. Yeah. Thanks for, thanks for explaining that. I just, I love these, these are important guideposts for people to just, yeah, have, and I I don't want to miss one of them because, you know, you never know when that little, little bit, that little kernel of Felicia wisdom will come in handy. Um, okay. Nine. Let's, let's wrap it up. Wrap it up. And that is wrapping it up. That's basically a perfect way of saying it. Uh, it is wrapping up your, your last nine years. It's a very reflective time. It's a time where the eight is more about doing, 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 and the nine is more about putting up your hands and going, going and going with the flow, surrendering to the movement, uh, that you're being, that you're being put through, uh, when you try to make things happen, it rarely works out (laughs) in a, in a nine it's no, it does not. So it's about really letting go, letting go, letting go, letting go. Um, and of course we have to stay in that kind of liminal space for a moment where we let go of something and then we're scared crapless, you know, because we all, none of us are really all that fond of that kind of change and uncertainty without having something to hold on to. And yet the nine personal year really demands that you are okay and can sit with yourself for a moment and be okay with that transitional space that you're in. And then you'll move into the one which is a new chapter. I really do feel that way this year. Like every time I try to like figure things out, I start like plummeting into this like vortex where there's like nothing to hold on to. And the only way to like Mm -hmm. get some groundedness is to just go centering back in myself, my spirituality, just stop the control, trust the process let go of results. And that's very unusual for me because I'm a make it happen kind of lady. Uh, and I just, although I, so interesting, we started our membership group, the portal 
at the beginning of this year, which is a nine personal year for me and my fellow astro twin Ophi. And like the tagline was go where it flows. It was like all about following the energy. And that's how the whole group is unfolding. So it's just so it's like, did we even think about that no it just flowed together so yeah. we're always tuning in to the numbers and the signs without realizing it and so you know Felicia's was so helpful um like nine September is a big month and it always is in astrology too because it's Virgo season for until usually the 22nd or 23rd every month and that is that time for really discerning and curating and harvest, you know, the harvest moon mm -hmm. happens. Um, I think it happens in September, actually, or is that October? Sorry. Sometimes it's it's the Aries full moon, but um, it is there is the Pisces full moon on September 2nd. So that's also about surrendering and letting go and releasing and um, and then we have the equinox, you know, and we have that balancing of Libra season coming in. And it sounds so it's like really sorting the crops and then bringing the balance back. Um, also, Mars is going retrograde September 9th through November 13th in Aries, which is kind of putting the brakes on some of our personal drive and initiative that we've been forcing and, and giving us that window to integrate, like, where are we really heading as individuals? So always, I always find that numerology and astrology just dovetail in these supportive ways. Are there any, like, anything else you want to make sure people kind of think about within, in terms of the, when you say a karmic number, does, what, what do you mean by that exactly? 13 being a karmic number, does that mean like the chickens coming home to roost in your, or? Well, it is. I mean, overall, when we, when we talk about, this is called a karmic debt number, mm. uh, because those, uh, those are, those usually show up in a, in a chart, in a numerology chart. So there, it's the, the 13 slash 4, 14 slash 5. 16 slash 7 and 19 slash 1 just to let you know that those are the four that we that we consider to be carrying an, a message of an indicator of karmic debt to be paid and so it really uh, offers a lot of information about the energies and the issues that will come into play and the complexities and the opportunities there right mm -hmm. so it's uh, it's basically just it's not saying that it's, it's a negative punishment that everything's, you know, that you're, that we're bad or anything like that. It's simply karma. And it's simply something that is coming back around to be balanced mm -hmm. and to be worked through and to be worked with. And so in this, in this scenario as a universal month, I think it's just going to highlight our, the ways in which we communicate and that it calling upon us to communicate in a problem-solving way rather than as a, a, a pessimistic, cynical, judgmental, negative way. Tweet um, and I storm. Stop dragging yes. everyone on Twitter uh, <laughs> and let's get some real action going. Not that Twitter isn't a helpful medium for organizing and mm -hmm. sharing mm -hmm. and directing the action, but... Uh, yeah. How are what are we how are we using our platforms? Our yeah. Messages? Think twice, speak once. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, really, because it really let's let's think a little bit before we, you know, before we react. Let's we cancel respond. the world. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I think that and along with 
just that, you know, bringing in that foundational energy that makes, you know, makes us get get serious and pragmatic about where we are and what we're doing. It just brings a sense of that element into it um, as well. But I find that that the, the personal year is really the thing to look at also in, in the midst of this envelope, right? It offers us a lot of information and uh, ability to understand what we're feeling. So I think overall, Tally, wouldn't you say that this September is just a, a wonderful month to to reap and harvest would you say yeah to reap and harvest and also to to you know to embrace all the things that you've gone through this this year and make it make a tally of the way tally sorry but make a tally (laughs) t-a-l-l um of of you know of your successes and the ways in which you and and some of the things that have you know really challenged you and look at though I mean it really is an opportunity to look at at um, ourselves in in a really interesting empowering way. I love um, that. Yep. Let's yeah. you know it's like we've all grown so much through the challenges even and the struggles of this year. So mm-hmm. take time in September to honor yourself. Um, celebrate yourself, give yourself credit for those victories. Mm -hmm. And, and if there's things that are still challenging you, you know, you can use your personal year to kind of work through maybe the knots of that a little more. And there's much more information about each of the numbers and what they represent on astrostyle.com slash numerology. And Felicia's information is there, too, if you'd like to book a reading. They can also find you on FeliciaBender.com. You have all kinds of things uh, going on there, classes, readings, right? Uh, what yep. are you? exactly. Yep, just FeliciaBender.com. Okay, That's, thank you, yeah. Felicia, for taking the time to uh, walk us through this. Um, I'm going to go do some nine reflection or maybe I'll just <laughs> surrender and, and go for a walk. I've been going for so many surrendered walks. It's been great. So oh, perfect. Uh, September, perfect. I think September will find me flowing on a whole lot more of those. So, um, well, we'll be back to talk about a one energy coming in in October, uh, which will be refreshing because I think we'll be all be ready for some kind of fresh start vibes then. But until then, everyone, stay safe, stay well, and thanks for tuning in. Bye.